Hello you beautiful people, welcome to another instalment of TOC, Total Love is Comedy, the podcast that brings it all. My name's Taron Chelly, I'll be your host today as always, so strap in, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, um, let's hope so that it actually is quite fun today. We've had a, a few little things lately and let's just kick start it, I can't be bothered with a, more of an intro, let's get to business. Now, what have we had this week? We've had something pretty special. Football's back! That's right, football has come back to our screens. It's as exciting as ever. We have stadiums with packed out, no crowds, but they are finding their way around that. And how they've decided to do that, they've put audio in there. It's interesting to watch <laughs> because the audio system that they've put in, it, it just sounds like, it sounds like FIFA, basically. It's basically the chiming FIFA in the background. And it's it, um, it just comes off as a little bit a little bit silly to be honest because um, you've watched them and they actually do it like when when they get near the box and they get to like you know about to score and then you actually hear the crowd go <laughs> and they had like um, online people watching and I don't know why sorry about that I just burped <laughs> they're a bit online people watching and enjoying the show it's it's intri- intriguing to watch um but let me just get all these results up here so how did we kick start this amazing 10 weeks can you believe it's been 10 weeks since we watched some actual football so how did we get back to the land of the beautiful game of soccer to those who call it that but i'll call it football because i'm in england and this is where it was invented and this is what we call it here what do we call it here? how do we get back to this we kick-started with a game between aston villa and sheffield united a game that was quite well replayed it was all right ended nil nil but should it have no it shouldn't have sheffield united well they thought they scored a goal it should have been one nil it crossed the line but because the ref said that his watch didn't go off to signal it was a goal it didn't count as a goal now if we go back to say let's go back 10 years back 10 years ago the world cup in south africa 2010 england played germany and frank lampard <laughs> took an amazing shot hit the crossbar and it crossed the line and bounced back out and it didn't class as a goal and there was instances like that which is why we brought in var goal line technology but it didn't fucking work here did it <laughs> they set up everything they set everything up but it's as if they forgot to turn on the VAR and this is why loads of people are now actually turning around and saying oh it's crap VAR's ruining the game no it's not VAR that's ruining the game it's the shit refs they're still not doing it properly but, I mean the whole point of VAR is that if someone um, says that oh that crossed the line or there's a little bit of a, an issue you go to the goal line technology you go to the instant replay and check to see if it's crossed the line cricket they do that even rugby they do that but here this guy this ref just went now nah, we'll carry on so really sheffield united should have won that game should have been three points for sheffield united but it is what it is unfortunately they didn't quite get the win but that wasn't the funniest thing of the day um, and this was on Wednesday, the season started again. I should have said that, but here it is, Wednesday. My God, Manchester City played against Arsenal. Now, my memory of Arsenal when I was a child, 
Arsenal had the likes of Thierry Henry. They had Robbie Perez. They had Sylvain Wiltord. They had Patrick Vieira. Dennis Bergkamp. They had an amazing team. Tony Adams. An incredible team. They were, they were the Invincibles. They, I remember when... Um, it's bittersweet, actually. When Arsenal had their Invincible season, when they didn't lose all season in the Premiership, Leicester, my team, actually got relegated. So it was fun to watch Arsenal, but we got relegated. And then we spent 10 years out of the Premiership. That Arsenal team isn't the same anymore. No. They now have Granite Jacker. They have Pepe. They have Lacazette. Lacazette's actually right. They have Abamyang. Abamyang is a decent player, but they can't play. But they have probably one of the um, most entertaining of all these players. The one, the only, David Luiz. David Luiz. David, David Luiz. And what did David Luiz bring to this game against Man City? Well, the first thing he did was um, Man City got the ball in. He laid it off to Raheem Sterling, who doesn't play for Arsenal, and Raheem Sterling scored. If this were, if David Luiz was playing for Man City and he did that, we'd have seen that as like, oh, that was a class setup. He, that was that was beautiful play. But he doesn't play for Man City. He's meant to be a defender for Arsenal, and he ended up setting up Man City for them to score, which makes it even more entertaining. And then David Luiz wasn't quite done there. No, no, no. He later on decided to give away a penalty and in doing so got himself sent off and the one of the best players in um, in the world really Kevin De Bruyne put it away and scored a you know a pretty cool penalty and then later on Man City scored another goal winning 3-0 on their first game back you know as you know a multi-billion pound team will do but so what was David Luiz's contribution to this game for Arsenal? He gave away a goal, gave away a penalty, and got sent off. A real credit to us all. <laughs> and that's why we love David Luiz. <laughs> he's just, this guy's meant to be an international player. He's meant to be good. But <laughs> he, he, just bear in mind, he was one of the defenders um, when Brazil played against Germany and Germany in the World Cup that was in Brazil and Germany won 7-1. David Luiz, here to stay. <laughs> but um, now if I go back to my team, Leicester City, we, um, I'm not going to lie, we actually put on a bit of a shit show. We didn't really do great. We, we played Watford and we were not doing the best and we were against Watford and Watford had our old manager, Nigel Pearson, in charge and it was going all right, but then um, in the 90th minute, Ben Chilwell, someone who I've always thought is a bit hit or miss, actually scored a pretty good goal to put us ahead in the 90th minute. We thought, okay, you know what? That's it. Fine. We've grinded out a result. Fair enough. At least we're keeping ourselves afloat. And then Dawson scores for Watford what can only be seen as a Pele-esque kind of goal. And... Pulls it level. And it's just, what the fuck? So we ended up leaving with a draw, which annoyed me. And yeah, it's it's frustrating because we are third in the in the table at the moment. But we are having 
at the start of the season we were smashing it we were doing well we were like you know yeah we're going to be solid but as it as time's gone on we are starting to get to lose to lose the teams that we should be beating like we beat Southampton 9-0 in Southampton then Southampton came to the King Power and beat us 2-1 how do you beat a team 9-0 and then go and lose to them at home it's these these types of games these dip in form which we're starting to struggle with and to be fair to Southampton they fucking turned it around. They're actually doing all right lately. You know, they, they beat Norwich um, on Friday. They beat Norwich 3-0 away. So Southampton actually now turned into a good team. But if you beat a team 9-0, you should be thinking, um, you know, when they come to your own backyard, we'll fucking do them. But we didn't. We lost. So it's, it's a bit like touch and go at the moment. We had this dip in form, and I hope we don't continue doing this, you know, losing results like this we need to actually if we want we want champions league football we need to keep this the momentum that we had before we've got a solid team we can we can actually make it there but i hope i hope that our next game we don't fuck it up like that um other results tottenham drew to um man united it was fine for what it was <laughs> it was all right and there was other results there but i can't be asked but let's go back to arsenal <laughs> arsenal now they on Saturday had another game again because a lot of um because what they're doing because the, the season's come back and they want to kind of finish it off. A lot of teams are now going to be playing twice a week, which is fair enough. Um, but Arsenal they went away to play against Brighton, and they didn't have the great David Luiz because he got suspended because he got sent off in the last game. And so they thought, so we're thinking, okay, well, they've lost the weak link. <laughs> they should be all right. They fucking lost two one. Now, if this was the Arsenal of back in the day, they would have mugged off Brighton. But now, you know, they're just not the same. I mean, when I, the reason why I mention Arsenal quite a few times, when I was growing up, Leicester was shit. But I supported them. Very few people did. I was one of the few people who did support Leicester. But it was very difficult being a Leicester City fan back in the day. Because we were in League One at one point. We are in the Championship. We were struggling there. Um, so... I always had a second team, you know, like a premiership team. But my premiership team was always Arsenal. Um, other people at my school when I was growing up, they would, um, from Leicester, so naturally they'd support teams like Man United and Liverpool. And when Chelsea got money, some of them started supporting Chelsea. But um, I I always stuck with Leicester and Arsenal was always my second team. And also my mum supports Arsenal, but she's not a massive Arsenal fan. She's actually from London. But, so she'd be like, what, come on, McGannis? And she makes it clear to me, you know when Leicester won the Premiership? Two <laughs> two games they lost were both against Arsenal. My mum went, well, they won the Premiership, but they couldn't beat me fucking Arsenal. Where come on, McGannis? And, yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. But, um, and this was under Arsene Wenger when back in the day, and it was like, it was good. I, I actually enjoyed watching Arsenal. They played amazing football. And now, oh, just watching them i'm like this is this is a mid-table team this is a mid-table side you know they're not good enough to be champions league and they're too good to be in the relegation zone they're mid-table which is sad to see you know and you know Mikel arteta coming in even though my mum made me feel really weird because she saw Mikel arteta she gave that look like you know when your mum you could tell she fancies a celebrity it looks weird and i was like wow i can't deal with that 
that's just weird. It was him and Jose Mourinho is just. I mean, from one good-looking uh, manager to another, Pep Guardiola. <laughs> um, he seems to be um, hanging in there, but who knows? Who knows? Because uh, if Man City get this ban, um, if this actually goes ahead with the ban from European football, will he stick around? Who knows? And other teams playing Newcastle. You know, Newcastle United. Again, they're another team that all I always wanted to. I always like to see them do well, but under their current ownership, Mike Ashley, who doesn't spend jack shit on shit, he, um, I can't see them really doing anything under him. But uh, luckily, luckily, they may get some Saudis coming in to take over. Fingers crossed they do, and then we might see another contender in there. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed on that. And the. There was news that the Champions League is now going to be played because we're not getting the Euros this year, which is a bummer. But it is what it is. So what? But the Champions League, how they're going to do it is like at the end. I think it's in August. It's just all the um, the remaining teams in there. It's going to be like a knockout tournament in Portugal, one game each, and I think that's fine. It'll actually be quite exciting to watch. I can't wait um, to see how that plays out. So that'd be interesting in that sense. Um, now. What all the players did... Now, this segues me into my next topic. Um, I'm only doing two topics today. I can't be asked otherwise. What all the players did to start each match is they all took the knee. And they all had Black Lives Matter on their te- on their jerseys. And they all took the knee to start off with to show um, respect and admiration and unity amongst us all. Now, there was a certain politician who had a little thing to say about this. No, but he wasn't really talking about the football. He was talking about the protests themselves. But it links in there quite well. Mr. Dominic Raab. Dominic Raab. Hello, I'm Dominic Raab and I'm an MP. He had something to say about this. He um, he was on um, talk radio, I think. Yeah, it was a breakfast show. And he decided to... Um, he was commenting on it. He was saying like about the Black Lives Matter and everything. And then he goes, I don't understand this taking the knee. Um, I think it's like from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones? <laughs> he goes, he, I think he says it like, it's, it's an influence. I think they got it from Game of Thrones. It's like, what? Now, those of you who've never watched Game of Thrones, there is a phrase in Game of Thrones where they say, bend the knee. But it's a completely different context. Say, for example, the character Daenerys, she says to people when she invades them, she says, I will ki- I'll kill you unless you bend the knee. And what that really means is show allegiance to her and she won't kill you. Um, it's a completely different context to this because the taking the knee here is about unity. It's about joining us together. It's like to say in solidarity that we are against racism. We're against this oppressive style of being we are taking it and it all started from Colin Kaepernick an American football player who during the American National Anthem whether you say you stand for the American National Anthem stand for the National Anthem he said no because innocent black people are being killed I'm going to take the knee so he took the knee against it he decided I'm not going to stand for this anthem because this anthem doesn't represent my people because this anthem is a representation of oppressing my people and so he took the knee. And good old Dominic Rob says, 
<laughs> didn't really do his research into that, into why that is. And that's why we now all take the knee. Even when I went on the march, uh, the Black Lives Matter march in Leicester, we took the knee. It was a big moment of solidarity. Not Game of Thrones! <laughs> there was a moment where Dominic Raab said that. And you could tell in his head where he was thinking... I'm a fucking genius here. I've bloody got them. They're going to think I'm so cool. I'm I'm down with the kids. But yes. But that's where Dominic Raab... I honestly can't deal with this guy. And now he's coming back and he's just saying things like... I do care about black lives. I'm not a racist. I've got a coloured TV. I use it to watch Game of Thrones on. It's just... Hilarious, this guy. Um... So, what I would say, the moral of the story is on that one, if you are going to um, make a comment on something, do some research into it. Find out what it is you're actually commenting about, or else you end up looking like a bit of a prat. <laughs> Alright, um, that was a nice little quick podcast for you all today. Um, I'm got some big changes coming into this podcast uh, i keep on saying the last couple of weeks we're going to get guests i'm going to get guests on i've actually been asking people now they're going to be coming on in the next few weeks we're going to get guests on every uh every, hopefully every week or every couple of weeks we'll see how we do but big changes coming it's going to be exciting please share this video the more views we get the more likes we get the more subscriptions we get the more i can do so um this has been amazing this has been um taron i am taron Yes, that's my name. <laughs> this has been TOC, Total Obvious Comedy. It's been a great podcast. Um, it's been a, a fun day. Um, have a great uh, day. Right. <laughs> I never know how to end these. Okay, you guys take care. Speak to you soon. Um, and stay sexy. Yes, that's how I'll end it. Stay sexy. All right, take care, everyone. Bye-bye.